Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, now the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. Is it going to rain tonight? 20% chance of a passing shower. Won't be a deal breaker at all. But how was the concert, Brad? Oh, unbelievable. It's like his living room. We're Isn't sitting around his living he's room. He's so comfortable. Yeah, and just relaxed. Yeah. Any yeah. special guests last night? Uh, no guests last yeah. night. Yeah, okay. I was disappointed. Yeah, not the... for, no, not for us either, but it didn't disappoint me. No, no, no. That's no, no, right. It's yeah. such a great show. And oh, it, it's you know, incredible. It's, there's so many memories, too, because he has so many great songs. And he talks. He tells stories. That yeah. one, remember he talked about George Martin? Yeah, that the was producer. The, unbelievable when he told him to change the line in uh, Love Me Do and he said uh Paul said how terrified he was when George spoke to him, you know, in the booth and right. said put this line in there. I was trying to work out if Paul was terrified that he was stealing John's line or not, Scott. Yeah, I oh, think I think the f- a bit of both. First of all, he was they were kids, right? Mm-hmm. And they had this big time producer in there, and uh, and they didn't, you know, they just did whatever he said, and he wanted to change the way they sang "Love Me Do." Well, they were like 17, 18 years old, right? Yeah, yeah they, were, babies. they were babies, man, yeah. in there. Ugh. And I think uh, there was another one, too, where, where he's, he told him, this drummer you got here is terrible. You've got to get him out of here. i got to use somebody else. Oh. And, and then they talked him back into taking Ringo back in there. But <laughs> on a couple, there's two versions. It was a P.S. I Love You or Love Me Do. They got one with uh, Ringo playing, and there's another version with the uh, with the fill-in playing. Right. They had a professional guy who'd already been playing for a, a professional while. Guy. A professional. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't. They were all, again, they were all babies. So. Yeah, but Ringo did later yeah. on turn into yeah. quite a drummer. But. Right, right. But, uh. How about that drummer? They got that big yeah. guy, Abe. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. You see those drumsticks he's got with yeah. the big wad at the end? Like like the people that play the uh, timpani, you know? the, the Yeah, yeah. He's got the great big fat drumsticks and bam, bam. Yeah, yeah. Looks like he's going to break the drum set. I know, I know. What a show. He's got, uh, what, four more shows to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. He's going to be at the... Uh, Nassau Coliseum and then in Brooklyn at the Barclays. Be closer Don't. to Billy's house this time. Hmm. Yeah, maybe Billy will come on by. But <laughs> That's right. Friday night they had Bruce up there. Yeah. He introduced Bruce, but I don't think he introduced mm-hmm. Stephen. Man's hmm. aunt. Stephen's fine with that. Yeah. He doesn't he care. He's he just does. happy to be just up Just happy there. to right. be there. Exactly. CBS FM, Shannon in the Morning Radio Show. I got a reprieve from jury duty. I may have to go tomorrow, though. I don't know. I'm hoping that I don't. I mean, I don't mind doing my civic duty. Don't get me wrong. But you go over there and you sit, 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 and then they let you go. Not many people go to work at, you know, five in the morning like I do. But I'm willing to do it. They just didn't need me yesterday. Hopefully that'll be the case. <laughs> we missed you, Scott. We missed you. Oh, yeah. Dan Taylor does a fine job, believe me. How about this? Matt Damon has just signed up to do a movie about John R. Brinkley. You know who that is? John, John R. R. Brin- Elliott? <laughs> 
John Brinkley Arlen. or Hinkley? Brinkley. Brinkley. He's a real life doctor who lived back in the 1900s. Oh, so he's a real life dead doctor. I saw this. Back in the 1900s? Yeah. That's like 15 years ago. 17 no, years 1918, ago. way back then. Oh, like a century ago. Early 1900s. He I hope found, this isn't the guy I think he is. Well, he, what did he, he do? He started a clinic, and he promised that guys who were impotent could get their male virility back. You know, the he ability to have... implanted stuff in them. Yeah, he implanted goat testicles in men. Oh. And the scheme made him so rich... The book was called uh, Charlatan, America's Most Dangerous Huckster. Did people have baby goats? No. What happened was that some of them actually died. Who yeah, would say? From botched surgeries. You put goat things in a guy and... Why is that worthy of a movie? It's pretty interesting if you think about it. He, well, got, he got rich. I would imagine he probably went to jail. I don't know. How I do you get? I mean, like, yeah, it just didn't. Dying. So it didn't shut down like right away when people realized, hey, it didn't work. They didn't have the checkpoints back in 1918 that exist these days. We didn't have that department, you know. So and, I guess some people survived. Some did. Some people feel yeah, better. It, it wasn't the actual parts that killed them. It was the surgeries that he messed up because they weren't supposed to be there. <laughs> the goat testicles weren't supposed to be in the guys, really. <laughs> yes, but it was the actual surgeries they weren't survived. Some people survived the surgeries and they oh, so had he... non-working goat testicles. Well, the ghost te- goat testicles might have worked, but the thing attached to it might have not worked. <laughs> he was in. A, I don't know. He, Go he, see the will, movie, Scott. This will shock you, Scott. He was an early radio pioneer, and he was also the governor of Kansas. So he had other things going for him. Yeah, Matt, Third strike. Matt Damon's going to star as the goat testicle doctor. And uh, I, might, I might read that book. That'd be interesting, really, if you think about it. How he got away with it. He must be. He had to be a master con man. It's good enough to get a movie. Yeah. Boy. Well, the book was. Do you uh, know what they're going to call the movie? What? Yeah. No, I'm asking you. No, I don't. Because I see somebody here who is uh, who did probably like a documentary. Char- probably charlatan. No, the uh, the documentary was called Nuts: The Brinkley Story. <laughs> oh my God! All right. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Patty to dig that up. <laughs> Darcy Lynn Farmer. Yeah. I was listening coming in this morning, mm-hmm. and I think I had on uh, 880 on. Right. And they played that, and I couldn't understand. I mean, she kind of screamed it. Yeah. And if you, unless you really, now I've heard it about four times. Uh-huh. I know she's saying Darcy Lynn, but when she when I first heard it, I said, who the heck won? Yeah, she has a habit of yelling when she gets excited, Tyra yeah. Banks. Tara Banks does a good job. You know what you look at for her when she comes on? The outfit she's wearing. Yeah. She had on a crazy outfit last night. Yeah, it's very... um... Looked like she was going to like a... (laughs) How do you describe that, Patty? Yeah. I don't know how I would describe that for human consumption. It was uh, (laughs) was like she was going to that big Met ball. (laughs) Right. The Met Gala? Yeah, the The, Met Gala. I'm going to the Met Gala. I'm all set, too. Yeah. Not missing Nick Cannon at all? No, I'm not, I'm not missing <laughs> Nick Cannon. I like him, but I just... See, I really loved Nick Cannon. I thought he was... I Not necessarily on that show, because they really didn't show him much. I like him, too, but not on that show. Right, yeah. 
That's oh, I go, because I, you know, I didn't know this, but mm-hmm. where he got that, they made, they told him to do all that goofy mugging, you know, yeah. <laughs> all that backstage. Yeah, because that's what the guy does on the original America's Got Talent in England. In England, ah. and he does it kind of natural. Mm-hmm. And Britain's Got Talent. Is it Britain's Got Talent? All right, sorry. But it's the same deal. Yeah, right. And, uh, Can't be America's Got Talent. In England. Oh, yeah. Britain's Got Talent. Then we wish it was here. So we have Britain got, uh, Britain's Got Talent here, but we call it America's Got Talent. Right. But anyway, the runner-up was the girl that I like, the 10-year-old Angelica. Third place went to the dance crew, Light Balance. So that's the deal last night. Darcy gets a million dollars and mm-hmm. um, not a contract. She gets to headline the Hard Rock Resort. Right, which Headline is show. there's a it's November third and fourth, and it includes like all of the winners, you know, uh, the runners up and stuff. And and the question I have, and I haven't been able to discover this: Does every single winner of that show get a Vegas deal, like a long term Vegas deal? It doesn't appear so. It seems I think like maybe a, it depends on the age and the type of show it is. Right, so it's not a guaranteed thing. You're guaranteed to get that headline, that one show, but, but I, I doubt whether yeah. or not a uh, you know twelve year old is going to continue on be night after every night, night yeah. because they show, those shows don't start till like <laughs> nine, do they? I think yeah, no, exactly. Plus, you know, it's, it's an it's it'd be interesting to see how many people would go to see a little tiny girl do ventriloquism. Night after night in after Vegas. night in Vegas. Yeah. I don't think that would be a problem. You don't? No, she's really good. She's very good. I yeah. just see her as... Maybe they could do a matinee, right? I see her as a big... <laughs> right, an after them. school they special. They don't right. do right. matinees there, Emily. I see her as a oh. big Broadway... I think she could be incredible on Broadway. She she's very animated, she very... Uh, she's an actress. Anyway, she, yeah. I, I, she's got a great personality. She's got a great future. And I don't know how she... You know, her mouth doesn't move. <laughs> That's the ventriloquism aspect have of it. Have you ever yeah. seen a ventriloquist with her mouth moving? Yes, I have. And sometimes they think, like, like, do what's... you know your mouth's moving? <laughs> yeah, right. They usually don't win America's Got Talent. <laughs> have you ever seen someone do that? As some really good ventriloquist. I don't know if Terry Fader does this, but they take a drink of water. While they're, I know. Wow. While they're doing it. That's like weird. I don't know how that happens. Because yeah. why don't you hear the liquid? I've seen that, but they I don't. do it. Yeah. Big show. This is our 806th show together on CBS FM. New York City Public Schools closed today and tomorrow in observance of the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. They start the Holy Days, the High Holy Days. It's the year 5778 on the calendar. Got that all figured out. The Yankees won last night. They beat the Twins in the Bronx. They battered him pretty bad, eleven to three. I watched a little bit of that game last night. It looked like the Twins were off to a rocket start. They had three runs on the first couple of innings, and then all of a sudden they just went dead on them. Boom. Yankees have won ten out of their last twelve games. Aaron Judge hit number forty-five. Pretty impressive. I um, thought it was a beautiful day yesterday. It was nice. It wasn't. It wasn't raining. A little windy. Yeah. Yeah, a little humid. I kind of liked it, though. I it was it nice. Was, yeah. So I went out and I played a little golf, believe it or not, with my friend Ian Orr. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, kind of a, he's a professional. And uh, 
much, much, much better than I am. But we were just finishing up, and we were coming around. There was a, we went by the tenth hole. As you finish up, you you actually go by this other hole, and I saw a guy playing. And they had about it was weird because usually when you play, there's only at the very most six people in your group. You, you have the four players, and then you may have a couple of caddies with you. Okay. They carry your bags around and help you, you know, find your ball and all that. <laughs> this group had about ten people. What? Including several guys who were dressed in black. Wow. And I'm Uh-oh. looking at it and I Secret said, Service guys. Is that yeah, what they were? Yeah. Yeah. I like the men. Bodyguards. Ah. I love it. It was the Prince of Morocco. <laughs> wow. The wow. Prince of Morocco is That's playing so exotic. over my place. Yeah. <laughs> That's so exciting. Where are you playing? This is so Scott nice. Shannon. That's it was his club, Scott's club. Yeah, but I mean it's not it's not like Wingfoot or anything like this. It's a nice place, don't get me wrong. But here's the Prince of Morocco. The club's gonna be mad at you now. <laughs> and there were a bunch of people standing there watching him too, and it, you know, just kind of keep an eyeball in addition to the bodyguards. I wonder if his business card says Prince of Morocco. What do you do? I'm the Prince of Morocco. But he wow. likes, he's like they say he's a golf nut anyway. Was he cute? I didn't. Um, I didn't really see. I mean, I watched him from a distance. I didn't mm-hmm. get to. You didn't give him a, the eyeball. I'm not a royal groupie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although there were some people following him around, watching, you know, just regular. It members. just sounds so cool, the yeah. Prince of Morocco. Young. He was a young man. I could tell that much. But anyway, it's just kind of weird. We don't usually have royalty playing out there. That's funny. It was wow. Very unusual. Paul McCartney. Does show number six tonight at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. I just talked to a young lady who's got tickets, not for not for tonight, but another one. She was, well, she kept going back and forth. I she wasn't sure. You know what she had? She was How do you in, not know what tickets? Well, she had? wasn't. They weren't in her hand. Well, she had Brooklyn, but she's willing to go to both. Yeah, because she didn't have a date. She wanted to get somebody that would drive. She her. needs but, a ride. But then at one point in the conversation, she went, "Oh yeah, 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 Nassau." So I like. Well, Nassau. Uh, That's shows, not Brooklyn. <laughs> he's doing eight shows total. Right. Number six tonight, he wraps up Brooklyn. And then next week, seven and eight take place at Nassau Memorial Veterans Coliseum mm-hmm. okay. on the island. So, uh, McCartney. And what a great show it is, too. Oh, it's a fantastic incredible. show. Patty and I went, mm-hmm. and we loved it. If you can afford the tickets, remarkable. The tickets are not cheap. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Although you know, Brad got a a pretty reasonable pair of tickets. Did he, he went. He went Sunday night. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Sunday nights. Apparently, the price drops down a little on Sunday nights. Really? Yeah, wow. that's what Lewis said. Lewis knows everything about. He tickets. does. Well, you know how many concerts he goes to. He's a busy guy, and he, he goes. I mean, he loves shows. I don't think Roseanne ever, his wife, ever goes with him. Really? He ta- he's got that. a buddy that he takes. Well, it all depends which show. Well, they have little tiny ones at home. Got so a fill in. For, he got a fill in for her. He'll see anything. Maybe he could be the date for this lady that called in, right? <gasps> there you go. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think she's letting you go. Go. You know what? I think I'm on her good side. I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> I don't know if you're on her good side, but I'm neutral. All right. Yeah. There you go. That's a good place for me. Neutral. Radio.com. Radio. Radio. Radio.com. 
I don't know if they told you, but Emily is here today in pursuit. I just Emily West. That yes. is the yes. Emily West. The I love TV Emily star. West. Big yeah. TV star. She is. Sitting right in the studio with us, lowering herself to do oh, the radio. Oh, stop, stop, stop. By the way, uh, John, <laughs> it's a great example, and I'm pretty sure it's what drugs can do to you. Mm-hmm. There's a picture. We just posted it up on our Facebook page. It's a young lady by the name of Tiffany Dawn Evans. She's 30 years old. She lives in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I'm going to show you a picture of her on the screen here so you can see. Oh, jeez, Scott. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's her. She's 30 years old. I think at one 30. time she was attractive. I, I don't know. You can tell. There she is. That looks yeah. like Ooh. the faces of meth. Remember that, yeah, that that's, that's documentary they did? She works as, as she's employed as a prostitute. She was arrested, and she looks like she might be an extra on that TV show, Walking Dead. It's pretty yeah. heartbreaking. Oh. I just can't imagine who in the world would pay her money. To... It is not about that. I, there are plenty that, of people. I know, but guys think that way. Uh, yeah. But no, I mean, looking at the picture, you think that way. But She's yeah. just, I mean, that's what she does. She peddles herself wow. and her body, for obviously, for money for drugs. Or just for the drugs. Right. There's something. Well, I mean, not to be crass, but you have to think of her, you know, her client base and mm-hmm. the people that she associates with, with, you know, probably are struggling with the same issues that she is. Sure, they're not. She needs help. She's only got, I think it's one sad. of her eyes sad. is out. She's got something Ooh. wrong. Yeah. And she's got like... Not, I wouldn't say they were scabs, but she has all over her face. It does look like face. crystal meth. Yeah, there's definitely it's something. But very uh, sad. Yeah, she she needs help. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. They have her Myrtle Beach mugshot. Boy, and, I, and I, it's just it's pitiful to look at that and you think yeah. like that. What in the world could you get out of the drug that does that to you that makes you feel good? Uh, I think it was. It probably started in the very beginning when she didn't look like that, and she liked the feeling. And then after a while, you just lose all sight of everything. Well, it just it's, yeah. it's, it's actually scary, but it's, it's yeah. she does look like she's made up to do The Walking Dead. I know, Ugh. and I know you're a fan of the show. I didn't mean to offend you, Kermit. <laughs> Not offended. Yeah. Why would I be offended? Thanks for listening to the Shannon in the Morning Big Show podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.